My hope is that there's enough of tech in the healthcare space that you can bring new and advanced experiences to consumers in such a way that consumers start demanding more of it. And I hope it starts a snowball effect that causes more consumerization to happen in this industry. Welcome to Transform It Forward, the podcast that gives you an inside look into the before and after some of the world's most effective transformation processes. I'm your host, Paul French. The healthcare space has obviously been through some pretty dramatic changes in recent years, though they still have miles to go. In this episode, I'm sitting down with someone who knows all about rapid evolution of technology in healthcare and insurance. Nitu Rajpal is the Chief Technology Officer at Oscar, the first health insurance company built around a full-stack technology platform and a relentless focus on serving its members. In her role, Nitu oversees Oscar's fully cloud-native distributed software stack and the IT infrastructure. She's clearly very passionate about improving the healthcare experience for members, providers, and partners. It's inspiring to hear from someone who is so dedicated to using their role to drive positive change and improve outcomes for everyone involved. I hope you enjoy the conversation. Nitu, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Paul. It's great to be here. So many people like to think of themselves as a change agent, right? Everybody wants to be that innovator and, and, uh, but you've got a demonstrated history of it. How do you go about finding and fixing problems, but doing it in a way that actually drives the culture? I have forever wanted to just do things that are meaningful and impactful. And every once in a while, you know, something catches your eye that it's like, oh, I know I could do that better if I could just change this thing and that thing and that thing. I've arrived at this situation of where I, I'm probably now a change agent for real by just trying to solve problems or seeing solutions for problems that, that were different than the ones they were actually implemented. Trying to do that in a way that is like culturally appropriate for the situation that you're in has been definitely a learning process. You know, I try to be very, very diligent about actually learning the context first and holding back uh, quick answers to problems as I see them and solutions as I see them, and then try to introduce context to like, why is it that it is this way? I have to assume the people before me who got here didn't get here because they didn't know what they were doing. I'm sure they, if I was to believe they knew what they were doing and what drove them here and how is it different now than before. So what are the things I can change without just breaking everything? So context matters. I think timing matters. I think environment that you live in matters. I think that's one of the biggest mistakes change agents do, which is not paying enough attention to the context. I think this is a great point and a very mentally healthy way to think about it, right? There's no bad decisions. It's just you made the best decision you had with the information that you had at the moment and uh, and you make those changes. How do you look at trying to drive that change agency through your team? So not only do they um, they feel proactive enough to see the problems, but sometimes they, they're okay with throwing away stuff they may have done themselves already. As definitely as you have to work through people to bring about change, I think the most important thing is to help the people in your team understand what it is the change that you're bringing about and why and how they can be helpful. A lot of it is, once again, like dependent upon the environment you're in 
sometimes people need very clear guidance in terms of like, I really need you to do this. And this is what success looks like in my head. And if you can bring about this success, this is where it fits in to the larger picture I have in my head. And then actually letting them do their job in peace. I think that is the other very important part where it's like, if you can define success for people and you can define it in ways that is measurable and achievable and then empower them with resources and an ability to do it, then I think most people really appreciate living in that environment. They know how they can help. They know how they can move things forward. I think being very transparent is is usually my key to it. And then just telling them what you're trying to do and why it's going to be hard and, you know, letting them make a choice. Some people don't want to be in that environment and that's okay. Yeah, we are a collection of our choices, right? Speaking of change, the United States healthcare system. How did you find your way to Oscar after a history of a variety of different technology roles, right? Including marketing technology, which which doesn't necessarily, although there's an interesting uh, way that it's obvious you've brought some of that with you into the Oscar platform. But but talk a little bit about how you found your yourself there and and the challenge and the purpose that you just talked about uh, in fixing healthcare. It is not a common shift to go from building platforms and marketing tech to build big trying to fix healthcare. Journey for me was a very personal one. Um, throughout my years of my career, I've developed a set of skills that I can apply to a lot of different industries. But for me, probably most people in the US, I have a healthcare story that included my mom and included me and and the experience was extremely lacking. And and so a couple of things in terms of like, I could sit there and complain about it a lot, which I do complain about it a lot. But the old adage, if, you know, it's like, okay, I have a set of skills. What am I going to do about this problem? Right? Like somebody has to show up and solve it. So it was very much like, okay, I'm done complaining about it. I've had enough time complaining about how this experience wasn't great and how I can see a way to make it better. And and how do I put myself in a position where I'm part of the solution and not just the recognizer of how broken it is? So my journey to Oscar was very much like, where do I go? Where is the company that aligns most with my values? How do I take my set of skills and apply it to a problem that is very meaningful for the world and for me? And how do I do my part? I It's unlikely that I can fix everything and in a short period of time, but can I move the needle? Can I push it forward? So that's how I arrived at Oscar. That's great. And it seems like it's worked out really well. There's no question you could nibble around the edges at healthcare and, and accessibility and insurance and interoperability and data accessibility and data owner. Like there's no question that you could, you could spend five lifetimes trying to work on things like this. How do you decide what to prioritize both from, you know, at the executive level of the business about how you're going to create that differentiated experience, but also from your perspective and trying to drive teams to turn those into reality? There are like two portions of this question that I think are very interesting. The first one is just, I think healthcare itself is very fragmented. Tech is very fragmented. Experiences are very fragmented. And there are probably multiple places you can look at and say, I'm going to try and solve this problem. And this problem could be, I'm going to try and solve the problem of how, like, 
doctor networks are created, or I'm going to try and solve a problem of managing a particular disease. The thing that was most interesting to me was how do I envision a scenario where I can think about the whole system in a way where the whole insurance system that I could impact it in every spot and I could bring about change. So if you think about health insurance, it has everything to do with acquiring members, serving those members, bringing in the brokers, having great relationship with providers, supporting those members throughout the process and learning them. And all of these things are part of the Oscar tech stack. And Oscar was approaching this problem from a perspective of, can I build an integrated tech stack that supports the member, the provider, the broker in a way that informs all of those experiences through data? And can I make it fast? And can I make it more real time? And can I resolve some of the challenges? So in effort trying to remove inefficiency, we end up prioritizing what is it that is going to serve the member the most as the highest priority order for us. So as long as we can continue to provide great healthcare for folks that are that have trusted us with their plans, then I think it's a good decision, which sometimes might include things like a particular feature in a particular app, or it might include going to improve the claim system. I think some guiding principles about who is it that you're serving through this business? Who are you providing value for? And whatever it is that you're doing, does it tie up to value for that customer or that audience? I think is a great guiding principle. And it served us well so far. It's too often, that, especially in companies that sort of explode. I mean, it's... Uh... You know, it's now seven or ten years for for you guys, but but it came on quick. It, it it seems like it, and too often companies that are doing that, especially in a two sided marketplace where you guys live, it it becomes really hard to defend that north star because the the money might be coming from the other side in some cases, right? Or you know, the access to the market through the brokers or the access to the market through some of your larger insurance partners. So it's it's great that you're able to keep that. Um, I'm I'm a long term B two B guy, but I but I spent a couple of short windows in consumer on the consumer side, and it it appears to me that you guys act more like a direct to consumer company. It's clear that you have that point of view and that perspective. How does that drive the product development approach when you've got the broker saying, "Hey, we'd really love it if you could give us this sort of reporting," or the insurance company saying, "Hey, we'd really need you to do these things to improve our collectability or to drive replacement rate or whatever the case may be." Fortunately, probably we've not we've not found ourselves in a situation where doing the right thing for the member is the wrong thing for any of the other audiences. So, in terms of like the broker experience, we have built like a, a completely modern new broker experience where they can see you know their 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 enrollments and their commissions and reporting right in the app that they have. So in fact, we have like great NPS from brokers and great NPS from members. We are A, probably a bit lucky. We're doing the right thing for the member happens to be the right thing to be doing for the business. And B, to some extent, the completely different approach of I'm going to 
build an experience in a tech stack that is completely different from the ones that they might have experienced in the past really serves us. And yes, we act more like a direct-to-consumer business than anything else because in all reality, you know, we do sell directly to consumers, right? It's healthcare.gov. And you would expect it from someone in your role to talk a lot about full stack, but it actually permeates the conversation and the value proposition that you guys take out into the market as well. Talk a little bit about full stack because it seems like it's both a business model approach, but it's also the technology side of what you're trying to do. Yeah, thank you for that. It is full stack in the healthcare space. And I've only got that been like fully immersed in it for just about three years. And I definitely have a whole bunch more to learn. So far, what I've learned is the way Oscar is approaching building a insure full insurance tech stack is unique and completely different from everything else I have seen. We have a very large distributed system where each one of the modules does one or two things very, very well. It has connections with all of the other modules and it, as long as it does its thing very well, the other modules can rely on it. So I'll give you an example. We have a claim system that can just accept configuration and process claims. It doesn't have to know details about like which plan you're in, who the broker is, who the member is, the provider is, we can keep these components separate. And as long as there's like this segregation and it can do this one thing very well, it gives us the flexibility of doing something like running all lines of business on the same claims pipeline. We don't have multiple claims pipeline that we can actually distribute how we're doing this. There's like real separation of concerns around it. We can scale just by just horizontally. And these are all very, very normal, modern tech stack sort of things that you can bring, but you can bring it to a completely different space. So that's been our approach, which is build solid modules, build them individually, and then plug them in together to build a, bring a solution to market. And so far for Oscar, that includes full claims pipeline, a full broker experience, a full member experience, full concierge experience, full member member billing and enrollment experience, uh, clinical platform. These are all things that are built in and off of themselves as excellent pieces, but then tied to each other through a data lake and tied to each other. So they have access to the same data. They have access to any updates that happens on the claim side is almost like relatively immediately, not definitely immediately available on the concierge side. So if your claim got processed somewhere, you will automatically see the updates in your app. You will see the updates in the concierge app. So if you call up the concierge, they'll tell you the same thing that your app is telling you because there is a single source of truth for those things. And I think gives us horizontal scale. It gives us connectivity. It gives us ability to evolve and bring new things to market. And the fact that we built the tech stack at the same time that we're trying to build an insurance business means there's lots and lots of like learnings and empathy from like figuring out all the things we were doing wrong with the insurance business and folding that into like a solution in the tech stack that is now part of what we do at Oscar. That's fascinating. So I would imagine uh, besides being 
uh, an incredibly prescient way to think about architecture, doing it that way. I, I would imagine it gives you a lot of ability to have lower risk innovation as well, right? Where you can add a new module that does new type of work that still relies on the existing things without um, without risking any of the other day-to-day work or, or without risking any of your other sort of innovation or, or product development uh, goals as well. Yeah, absolutely. It has definitely, definitely given us opportunity to like evolve and excel in individual section and then just bring the value to everything else almost immediately. So like our, our virtual platform needed uh, vaccination data. So as long as the vaccination data was available, you could also see it in your app, you know? Um, so like all of these things are absolutely correct. So you guys have, have really made kind of the personalized experience. I can see where, you know, the campaign development pieces of the, of the platform, from the old marketing days have found their way in. Like, how is that mass customization or that personalization approach driven by that sort of uh, approach, your, your architectural approach? Yeah. And in fact, this is one of the ways that we are different, which is we, because we have enough information about what's happening to you, we can actually build automated campaigns and reach out to you at the right time with the right sort of like nudge. So we, in fact, probably like attempt to reach out to the right group of folks at the right time more often than every other insurance provider. And if nothing's going on, we don't have to reach out to you. I actually have a friend who is an Oscar member. He's like, the best thing I heard here from Oscar is like, here's an email that says you have to do nothing. Uh, everything's <laughs> fine. Um, it's like, sounds great. I'm glad you're healthy and you have to do nothing. But, I, you know... We also um, reach out to people at the right time during whatever health journey they're on to like, maybe encourage them to do something or schedule a health assessment or help them with refilling prescriptions, all of these things. So we definitely have a large campaign um, around reaching out to people um, and uh, automation engine we call Campaign Builder right now. How are you using all that data, all that ability to do pattern matching, I mean, all the different types of ML uh, models that are out there. How are you guys looking at that as a way to both drive the experience, but also to reduce the claims rates? Just like before, I think with healthcare, we're in this sweet spot of if you attempt to do the right thing, it happens to be the right thing. So like, for example, we can kick off a campaign. If you've had post-surgery, we can kick off a campaign to send you information. and that might mean that there is a lower readmission rate. It might also mean you just have a bunch of information and you weren't going to go to the hospital anyway. Or it might mean that you can reach a doctor sooner if you need to. So I think our guiding principle has always been like, how is it, what is it that I can do to help drive better outcomes? And because fundamentally, if we drive better outcomes, then we're, we're likely, like, it's probably just going to be good for business anyway. But driving better outcomes is the foundation that we were founded on. So, so when, you, when you have all that data, are, do you consider at some point in time there's going to want to be an open banking like or an Australian uh, data privacy rule that's going to come to play that you'll have to think about? You know, some sort of, hey, I want, I want my data back. I want it uh, certainly portable to another sort of provider, and I don't want you to have it anymore. 
I think some of that is already happening with the patient API. It's already happening with, with some of the regulations in the market now. We will roll with whatever the regulations are, and we will roll with whatever the whatever the the right thing to do is for privacy. As of right now, we're guided by HIPAA and other constraints, and that's that's what we apply to our data right now. And so, where do you think it it goes over the course of the next five or ten years? I can tell you my hope. Um, not been. Not always been right about where I think it's going to go, but I can tell you where my hope is. My hope is that there's enough of tech in the healthcare space that you can bring new and advanced experiences to consumers in such a way that consumers start demanding more of it. And I hope it starts um, a snowball effect that causes more consumerization to happen in this industry. And more consumerization in this industry probably shows up in forms of more competition. It shows up probably in forms of more control for the consumers to be able to influence how they want to experience healthcare in the U.S. And I hope that Oscar has a huge part to play in it. All you can do is keep the customer at the center and, and it'll all it'll all work out. So, Nita, you've been incredibly generous with your time today. I like to end uh, with ev- with everybody the same question. After a long day of revolutionizing the American healthcare insurance market, uh, what do you like to listen to? Um, you mean not transform it forward? Um, yeah, well, I mean, obviously, we, everything after that. I am a huge fan of Hidden Brain. I like to listen to Hidden Brain a lot, and I also like to listen to podcasts around, like a couple of the NPR podcasts um, and Planet Money. Those are my those are my favorite interesting things to go to that you know still tr- tickle my brain, but are fairly easy and accessible. I appreciate you uh, taking the time. I wish you all the best, and uh, thanks a lot. Thank you very much, Paul. It was great chatting with you. I really enjoy the conversation with me too, and here are a few key takeaways. First, help your team understand why change is needed. Let them know how they can be helpful. Nitu recommends painting a picture of what success looks like for them and empowering them with the resources they need to achieve that vision. Second, look for ways to move the needle. Nitu landed her role at Oscar because she was looking for a way to apply her unique skill set to a problem. She knew she wouldn't be able to fix everything at once, but she wanted to use the resources she had available to create positive change. Third, consider how you're providing value and for whom. Nitu and the team at Oscar consistently keep their end user in mind. In everything you do, make sure it will add value for your consumer. Fourth, drive better outcomes. Another guiding principle Nitu and the team at Oscar live by has to do with driving outcomes for everyone. By focusing on creating a better experience for their end user, they're also creating a better outcome for the business overall. And fifth, stay connected. Oscar also prioritizes a high level of connectivity with their members. By staying in constant communication, they can assure they're creating a highly personalized, value-driven experience. Thanks for listening to Transform It Forward, the podcast that gives you an inside look at some of the world's most effective transformation processes. If you like this episode, please be sure to give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I'm your host, Paul French, and I look forward to being with you next time.
Transform It Forward is brought to you by Axway, who believes that in order to create the most value for customers, partners, and employees, you need to open everything by securely integrating and moving data across a complex world of old and new technologies.